Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things gaming. And it's just a mono imano episode. That's me and you, the listener. And uh, today's a weird kind of episode because, well, like I said, there's no one joining us. Also, it is a review. Um, this is kind of our first in-depth review of something, and I figured what better way to give our first review of something than hop right into the Xbox Series X. We got our hands on it, and I'm going to give you the full lowdown on things you need to know before you potentially buy this console, uh, given any shortages. But let's just hop into it, and let's address something right off the bat. This is not an upgrade you need to make right away. This is an upgrade you can afford to wait on if you have let's just say an Xbox One X or a One S, the divide between those two consoles and this brand new console is very slim, at least from what I noticed. I made the transition from an Xbox One, like an original day one edition, to this console. And while I think it is a major upgrade internally, and that's no sort of secret, the Xbox Series X is very powerful. I just didn't feel at least after I started playing some games on it, I didn't feel it was a necessary upgrade like it normally is. Whenever we went from the 360 to the one, it was it felt different, like there was something different about it. Could it be the fact that the interface is the same? Very well could be. But to kind of just outline everything for you, this isn't an upgrade you need to make right away. And I'll tell you some reasons why. First of all, the gameplay to me on games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla I've been playing. I've been hopping into some games like Apex Legends. I don't notice a huge difference in gameplay. And what do you what do you think I mean by that is, you know, there is a clear and distinctive difference between games that look good and play good. And I while Assassin's Creed Valhalla is such a beautiful game, it still, to me, feels like I am in a familiar environment as far as, you know, I don't think the gameplay would be any different on my Xbox One. And, you know, that's no knock on Ubisoft, by all means. We'll be doing a full review of Valhalla in the next Get Comfy Game Break. But, you know, there really isn't that much of a jump. Now, the one thing I do have to say with this console that I am thoroughly impressed with is the load times. The load times are unreal. Everything you've heard from any other podcast, any other YouTube channel, or any other place you get your gaming information, it's true. The load times on the Xbox Series X are amazing. They are quick. They are fast. The quick resume feature is a very welcomed addition. And, you know, it was funny. The day I noticed it was day one, and I went from Assassin's Creed Valhalla to Red Dead Redemption 2, and I was... I, I normally am not impressed by technology. Like I'll notice things, blah, blah, blah. But that was a verbal response. I was like, oh, wow, like this console's fast. Like it, it really is everything it's cracked up to be. And that is the one major thing I would say about this console. The load times. Load times are amazing. Um, also, too, a good thing about this console, it is super quiet. I'm coming from an Xbox One. 
that sounded like there was a bird living inside of it. I think there was a problem with the fan on the inside, and I knew that my console was coming near to its end, so I just figured I'd make the upgrade right here, right now. And also, I was kind of anticipating Halo, but that got delayed, so we won't get into that. What I do like about this console as well is the fact that right away, it's not too overwhelming. And by overwhelming, I mean like the interface, while it is the same as one you would find on the Xbox One, it just feels right. Like if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I know there's going to be those people that say, you know what? It's a new generation. There should be major upgrades. We should expect everything to change because it's new. It's brand new. And at times I'm going to take a firm stance. It's not right to change something if it works this well. I feel like there are minor tweaks that have been made to this interface. As far as the dashboard goes, there is that dedicated share button on your controller. And, you know, it works well, like it's fine. I wouldn't change anything. There was a big problem with PlayStation 5 users saying that interface was kind of janky. And I cannot speak on that because I do not own that console. But, you know, as far as it goes for at least me, like an unbridled, just straight up opinion of mine. I think the interface on this console is fine and it works really well. Now, I mentioned before at the start of this episode that this console isn't a like a need right now for people. And I guess I'm speaking from a point of privilege that I do have the console in my possession. But on the day of the pre-order, I'll admit I was very much in tuned of getting this console and I was... I was dying for it. Like I just, I felt a need. I didn't have a 4k TV. I didn't have anything that would maximize my usage of this console yet. I felt like I needed it. And that was probably before I realized Halo was going to get delayed. Cyberpunk is coming to this console. So maybe that'll rejuvenate my interest. But um, if you are a person who is stuck in this shortage of consoles, you could get it on black Friday. Who knows if you get lucky, but If you decide that you're going to try and you know what, if you miss, let me tell you, it is okay. It is okay if you are gaming on an Xbox One, if you're gaming on an Xbox One X, One S, any of those Xbox One generation consoles, you are fine to play with. And like I said, for all the reasons I listed before, there isn't much of a difference. Now, if you are a person who appreciates better graphics, ray tracing, all those fancy buzzwords they use then yeah, make the upgrade. It is well worth it. But if you're looking at a console just to game on, you know what? You'll be fine with your Series X for the meantime. And maybe, you know, once this pandemic business quiets down and a lot of the bulk of the people who really want their consoles get their consoles, it'll be better to kind of just wait it out for a year and kind of just go into the store, walk in, get your console and walk out just fine. And, you know, that's coming from a person who really loves Xbox. And, you know, now that I've gotten on the other side, I'm in within the proverbial walls of the Series X. It's it's all right. Like, it's not anything that kind of blew me away as far as like, wow, this console's legit. It's whatever. It's just it's good. Like it's there's I haven't really found anything that's wrong with it. Now, I will speak on some issues I've gathered from friends, from other sources and this is not all going to be all peachy creams with uh, the Series X because there have been problems. A friend of mine who plays Xbox with me decided to last minute try to get a Series X and he was successful. And that's really all good and well. But 
he got Call of Duty Cold War, and all of a sudden, the game started hard crashing his console. There was times where he'd be playing it, and then the whole console would just turn off. He would try to turn on the console. The light would blink, but the console wouldn't turn on. And it's those issues that worry me about even my Xbox, even though, knock on wood, I haven't had a problem with it yet. But again, people would say that, oh, this is what you get for getting a day one edition of the console. Wait until they work out all the kinks. And I I agree. And you know what? It's okay that, you know, people go out and they're excited for these consoles. That's what it's all about. That's what gaming is all about. We we are fans in the end of this. This isn't some sort of political stance. This isn't sort of anything like it. We just love gaming and we get excited about these things because, well, whether you like it or not, it's a big step towards the future of gaming and how we play video games. But one thing I do got to speak on as well when it comes to the Series X, I kind of realize now I bought the wrong console and you know, that might sound odd. It's like, you got the most powerful version. How can you say that? Well, to me, I download games more. I utilize Game Pass Ultimate to its full extent. I love Game Pass. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You need to hop into Game Pass if you haven't yet, just because of the sheer number of games on there and what they're adding in as well, like EA Play coming free of charge, all those EA games like Battlefield, all the Maddens, FIFA. It's really worth it. But... I download all my games. I cannot really recall the last time I bought a physical copy of a game. And I would go as far back as saying the last physical game I bought could have been a Madden, could have been Star Wars Battlefront 2. And that's a while ago. All my other games I've downloaded primarily because I game share. But I realize now that I would have been fine with an Xbox Series S because I don't really get discs anymore and that's no knock on like companies like GameStop or anything like that I just find that the usage of getting my code or redeeming it or doing whatever like a couple weeks before launch and just having that game ready to go is a lot better than sitting here waiting for a disc to load onto my console and just sit there you know whenever I go to the store and come back and pop it in my console it just takes a lot out of it it's like I'm just sitting there, and I guess this is me being impatient, but I just like having my game ready to go on launch day, hop in. I'm never one to play at midnight because, well, it's well noted, even on the Get Comfy podcast. Your boy don't stay up too late, but, you know, it's the sentiment of having the game ready to go on launch day. I can just hop right in, no problem. So just i guess to recap a few things if you are more into the digital market get the xbox series s it is a good console it is very good for what price point it's offered at 300 dollars, i believe um if you are a hardcore gamer you're into the higher graphics you're into all that stuff get the xbox series x you will not be disappointed but also be careful and realize that you should get a warranty on your console There has been all types of problems reported, much like the problems I just stated. Could that problem have been with the game itself? Because he did say the file was corrupt of that game. That could be it. But it also could be an internal hardware problem for that console. So just take it. Take it into consideration. You heard it here. You know I don't like to steer you guys wrong. 
Get the warranty on your console. Yes, there is a factory warranty, but how long does that last and how long does it cover? Really? Like, just get the warranty, be on the safe side, you will be covered. I know that if there's ever a problem with my console, I can go back to Best Buy and be like, hey, console's broke. Can you fix it? Or just give me another one and I'll be on my merry way. Now, you might be asking, you know, why'd you get a Series X on a TV that's not 4K, that doesn't do any of these fancy resolutions or anything like that? And to that I say, well, I know I'll eventually make that upgrade to a 4K TV. I know that with everything I do, like the game break, podcasting, entertainment, I know I use my console every day for, I would say, a little over half the day. We're counting hours, but collectively, almost half the day I'm using my Xbox. I'm using it more to consume media, to play video games, to stream. We stream on Twitch, get comfy gaming, you know. The Xbox to me is more than just a gaming console. It is an outlet to do things, to create, to be informed. And, you know, that is what the Xbox is to me. And this could very well go for the PlayStation side of things. Um, I'm also considering getting a PlayStation 4 Pro. If you guys want to see a review on that, let me know. I know it's (laughs) very late, but to get an opinion from a person who has been strictly Xbox to convert to PlayStation thought it'd be cool. Um, but I guess in closing realize that this generation of consoles is great. It is a very good time to be a gamer, to consume all of this media and to be a part of a launch of a console. It's great. It makes you feel good. like in 2020, I guess we all need that. Right. But If you have that FOMO, you must realize that you aren't missing out on much. The load times, is that really, really going to affect you? I personally wouldn't let it affect me. And that's just because, you know, I can afford to sit at my console for an extra 30 seconds while Red Dead loads. The day I realized that the load times were really fast, I was just playing on my phone and then I look up and then boom, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is running. Red Dead Redemption is running. Like, it's those minor things. But it's worth noting my console has been fine since I bought it. The whole vape smoke thing that smoke was coming out of the consoles was not legit. Xbox actually tweeted. It's like, hey, we must remind you not to blow vape smoke into your console. I thought that was funny. But let's move past the hardware aspect of this and move on to some physical features I do like about the console and some things I don't like. Um, Right off the bat, this console is a refrigerator. It is massive. I mean, not in the sense that it's big like a PlayStation 5, but it's heavy. It is a heavy piece of equipment. And I noticed that right when I pulled that out of the box. It it was like a ton of bricks. And I guess that's just the quality aspect of it. I mean, I like my Elite controller because it has that weight to it. It feels like a premium product. And that's what I like about this console. It feels like a premium product. It doesn't feel cheap. It doesn't feel... I don't know, neglected. I, I guess that's the wrong term to use, but you can tell a lot went into the making this console and the people be like, it's just a rectangle. And to that, I say 
this rectangle has a lot inside of it. And, you know, the footprint of this console is a lot smaller. My entertainment system used to be consumed by my Xbox One. It was a it was a big VCR. Yet I look at this console and it takes up a little less than half that space. I got this nice Mark Marcus Phoenix statue next to it. It looks amazing. Um, yeah, it, it's awesome. But it's a smaller console in the sense that it takes up less. And you could lay it on your side if you feel so inclined. They do have the little standoffs on the side of the console to lay it horizontally. I have mine vertically. That's just because I think that's the aesthetic. Like, I don't know. That's just the way I am. I like it the vertical way. And the one thing I must address about the looks of this console is that little green patch on the top of the console. Um, It's underneath that fan grate right at the top. One of my friends, and I guess if you're listening to this, I will give you full credit here. Um, I wish it was an LED. I do. I think it would have looked a lot better than a little piece of green plastic underneath the grate. Um. Do I believe it would have drove up the price? Yeah, of course. You know, they're going to find a way to increase the price of about everything. And as it is, they've been crunching the price to get it at an affordable price rate. So there should have been a green LED. Am I okay with that little green piece? Sure, whatever. It's not going to kill me. I'm looking at my TV screen more than I'm looking at the actual console. But it's just the little things if I'm nitpicking. And I'm trying to be hard on this console just because to show I'm not being biased here. Um, another thing, and I guess this is the big problem I had with the console and people be like, oh, well, it's a video game console. There's only one HDMI port on the back of this console. It goes directly to my TV and it doesn't go anywhere else. The Xbox one had multiple HDMI ports. One of them went to my TV and one of them went to my cable box. And this is something, I guess me not doing my research, but you know, it's whatever at that point. I used to be able to watch TV on my console. Now I can't. I guess this is first world problems here, but you know, it would have been nice to kind of include that second HDMI port for people who do want to watch TV off their console. To me, the picture looked better coming off my Xbox than my actual cable box. I don't know. Maybe it's me. I don't know. But you know, the idea of switching an input to watch TV and not being able to see who joins my party you know, to keep my notifications up to date, to kind of see what's happening. If someone invites me to a game or even if my mic disconnects, at least I know I can look at my party and realize, oh, snap, my mic, turn it back on. I don't know. It's something worth noting, especially if you use the console like me with uh, you blend it in with entertainment and video games. You know, Um, it's also helps like if you're watching a football game and you're in a party with your friends, you know, I used to do that stuff all the time and uh, now I can't. I mean, I don't know. First world problems, I guess. I, I guess that's the nitpicking I have to do with it. First world problems. But um, all in all, the Xbox Series X to me is a good console. It's nothing groundbreaking where I think you need to go out there right now and sell your soul to get one of these console. Do not pay scalpers prices that they're requesting like $900, $1,000. Don't. Please don't. Save your money. You know... A year from now, you'll be able to walk into stores and get these consoles. No problem. And it even goes without saying, this goes for both uh, console makers, I guess. The games they are making for these consoles are available on their previous generation. 
you can go out and get a Series X right now, or I should say an Xbox One X, and still play games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Cyberpunk, Halo when it comes out. I guess Halo, they might change that, but who knows? Save your money. Do not cave to these people. They're just trying to charge you for a console that you really don't need right now. So that's just my little warning to you. But um, if you, in fact, do have one of these consoles, please let me know what you think of them. You know, follow the GCP network and DM us. What are your thoughts about the Xbox Series X? If you got a PlayStation 5, let me know. I want to know about that console. You know, is it worth it? I hear all good things about the adaptive triggers, and I want to know more about it. I want to see it. I, You know, PlayStation, if you're listening, I'll gladly do a review for you guys. But, um, yeah, the FOMO is real for these consoles, I know. But take your time. Realize that the next generation of consoles isn't going anywhere too fast. And buying a console a year from now, whether it be a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, you can wait. The console exclusives will come next year. So just keep that in mind. So that about does it here for the Get Comfy Game Break. We hope you guys enjoyed this review of the Xbox Series X. You know, we appreciate everything that you guys give to us as far as listening every week, tuning into the Get Comfy Gaming stream on Twitch. That has been amazing. Doing these streams for you guys is amazing. And it just, it makes us feel good. Like we're all gamers here and we just want to provide entertainment for you guys. If you like this show, go check out the Get Comfy Lowdown every Wednesday. And then if you like the other shows like the Get Comfy Podcast, which is available every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and the Believe Podcast Network. And you know what? I'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.